you ask, what is our aim? I can answer in one word, victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. But without victory there is no survival. Now we are the masters of our faith. My name is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC, located in California. And Real People USA, we support uh, America First candidates with coaching, with consulting, and some fundraising activities to help them cross the finish line. Our website is rpusa.org. My telephone number is 726-999-999. Tonight, we have a, a congressional candidate from South Florida. His name is Ruben Young. He's running in District 23 against Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who's the incumbent. And he's also running against some primary opponents. And one of them is Carla Spalding. Tonight's podcast episode is a series of the first of three episodes where we are bringing the message to the American people, not just in South Florida, but we're bringing a message to all of Americans in all 50 states because we need to stop what we see that's going on. We see that in the past congressional elections, we've had people who were not Americans totally, you know, on the verge of dismantling our country. We see these same people disregarding our U.S. Constitution. So four to, four to eight years ago, one or two in office in Congress and some even in local and state races. So you have one or two in there. You know, most people don't think about it that much. But now we're seeing a surge of un- people who are not Americans, you know, run for office and through cheating or deceit or election fraud, they win. And this has been a cause of concern, and it is definitely a cause for concern in South Florida in District 23, the the race that Ruben is in. Now, what is happening in South Florida, like I said, is popping up all over the place. And I just want to mention we have Heather Vanillo, who is running for Board Board of County Commissioner there in Pinellas County. She's facing a rhino who shut down South, who shut, who shut down Pinellas County. Now, this is a Republican that shut down a county in the Tampa Bay area. Then we have Nick Torres, who is running to defeat an incumbent who does not put America first. Her name is Young Kim. And so we're starting to see this happen over again. And the same thing is happening in New York. It's happening in Arizona. We have a person who claims to be a man of God in in the Atlanta area or Georgia. His last name is Warnock, and he is not a man of God. And you see what he's doing or trying to do in, in Georgia. So these three podcast episodes will talk about currently what's going on, what will happen if we don't stop 
un- people who are not Americans from taking office. And finally, what people can do from across the country to stop this mas- madness and, 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 and put America back on track to be a constitutional republic of 50 states and all 50 states, you know, honor the U.S. Constitution and follow the law. Ruben's website is ryoungforcongress.com. He needs donations in a way that's not typical of the donations that most people uh, request. Many people who request donations really don't need donations. They're just wanting, wanting to live off the money. They should be focusing on vote raising. Vote raising versus fundraising. Ruben needs both. He needs your votes ultimately, but right now he needs money coming in so he can continue the fight. And one last thing before we bring Ruben on, and we'll let him talk about this first. Ruben has been one of the few candidates that has placed himself on the ballot by getting signed petitions. That's right. Ruben got 2,568 petitions and qualified to be on the ballot. So Ruben is on the ballot where his competitors, his opponents, at least on the Republican side, are not yet officially on the ballot, but Ruben is on the ballot. So I would like to bring on Ruben Young, a congressional Republican candidate from District 23, to come on and uh, and we're, we're going to interact in this uh, this podcast episode. So, Ruben, good evening from Miami, Florida. How are you doing? Uh, good evening, Rick. Good evening to you. Good evening to your listening audience. I'm just so happy to be back on your program uh, now as a candidate of that qualified petition. When I started out, I wasn't a candidate. I was just trying to get on the ballot, but now... God has given me the strength to get, get out there over the last year and speak to over twenty to 30,000 people to come up with the numbers that the state require. I feel great, Rick. I feel wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. And you mentioned that, that twenty to 30,000 people. See, listeners, you need to understand that in Florida to run for Congress, you can pay to be on the ballot. You can pay about $10,440 to be on the ballot and that money can come from any source it can come from your personal funds it can come from the last time you ran and raised hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars and lost so now you're trying to take a second bite of the out of the apple or it can come from a pack and uh, the pack part is a little bit confusing but nonetheless Ruben did not pay $10,440 out of his pocket because he didn't have it. He was out there working, showing the American people in South Florida and Florida uh, that he is a worker. And he did not have the money from a previous campaign because he didn't, he only raised something like, uh, you know, you can tell him what the number is later on, but it was something around $20,000, $30,000 that he raised the last time he got 278,088 votes when he ran for the clerk of the court for Miami-Dade. And finally, Ruben is a grassroots candidate. And I just want to let our listeners know, when you hear the words grassroots candidate, that means 
the candidate is not connected with a pack. And some of these packs, people are starting to realize, especially Max up there in North Carolina, uh, people are starting to realize that these packs may not have Americans' best interests. So, Ruben, please share, you know, and what you want to talk about tonight and we'll just interact and and we'll slowly let the American people know and South Florida uh, voters know what's at stake. Okay, so I'm American first candidate. I was born here in this country. I lived in this country now over 60 years. I was born and raised in Florida. I grew up in a place called Homestead, Florida City. I have a lot of family living down there and and I just, I'm running because I've seen things now taking place that it, it concerns me. I see the infiltration that's now taking place. I see how our cities are being, you know, overwhelmed. And uh, you see a lot of foreign influences uh, in our cities, in our city governments, in our state government. And it seems like the Americans, those who are citizens of this country, they now have to take the back seat on the bus. And in taking that back seat on the bus, they now uh, relegated to uh, what they call servitude, involuntary servitude. That means that now, especially the African Americans, have to now uh, be a slave twice. Uh, we were freed in 1863 when Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation and then get granted citizenship by amending the Constitution, which gave them citizenship under the 14th Amendment. It's not a birthright citizenship amendment, it was an amendment that gave slaves and their slave-born children natural-born citizenship, which at that time, between 1863 and 1868, you saw the level of citizenship risen from being owned by a master to not being a full-fledged citizen of these United States with certain amendments. But in, you know, so it, I'm, I'm concerned about it. I'm concerned about people who are not uh, Americans first citizens of American first candidates getting in positions and they're now changing the whole composition, changing the structure of our courts, changing the structure of our local governments, and just constantly bringing beliefs in a, in a, in a uh, system that may not be in our best interest. Like my one of my opponents named Carlos Baldy, uh, she placed on her website that she is an American. But I think that to be uh, disingenuous because uh, she's from Jamaica. She was born in Jamaica. Uh, and for her to place on their website to say that she's American, that leads me to a lot of the candidates now no longer have to uh, prove citizenship. And that's that, that's where the infiltration come in on my part, Rick. And that's a big concern as a candidate running for Congress who grew up here, who felt feel proud to say that I'm an American citizen and mean it and say it and, and, and prove it and say how much I love this country. And uh, it's a big concern how you see people being uh, infiltrating our system like uh, uh, Omar, how she's have not yet proven a citizenship, but we know that she's from a totally different place. And you can see in her action, she doesn't love America. Uh, constantly daily trying to destroy this country. So you know, it's a big concern of mine. This is in part one of the things that I'm trying to now put into as a congressional uh, representative. And thank you for mentioning I ran for clerk uh, last year. So you know, I'm, I'm not new to this, I'm true to this. 
and I've committed myself to trying to make a difference because a lot of times people don't see what you see, they don't hear what you hear. So you have to take a stand for them until they catch up to you. So that's what I'm doing, Rick. Exactly. And and thanks for mentioning Carla Spaulding's name, who, um, you know, on all accounts, looks like a pretty decent person. And but the, but the thing is, being a decent person is not the same thing as being an American. Uh, with, with people who are born here and raised here, we know our history like the back of our hands as a uh, black American. I like it like yourself. Uh, I know the history of my country, good and bad. And what happens when people from from other countries, you know, parachute in under, you know, serving in the military and, and thanks for her military service. But when you parachute in into our country and, and and have access to our life, liberty and pursuit of happiness, that does not always translate that you love America like native born Americans do. And that is the and that is the challenge. And, you know, there are probably a few people that come to this country and and uh, and embrace the American way of life. But we're starting to see now, especially uh, people who are running to make our laws and make decisions for the American people and for our country. We're starting to see a a, a several signs of them not being loyal to America. And you mentioned uh, Ilhan Omar. Uh, she's one of them. And there are other, even American citizens have, have started to uh, put our way of life or our constitution in the back seat. So we're sounding the alarm tonight. And that's why we're asking for donations so we can continue uh, this message and to help Ruben stand tall and fight with with fervor and, and and motivation to defeat not only Debbie Wasserman Schultz in November 2022, but any person who is not an American. And we have plenty of documentation or we have plenty of details that this person, Carla Spaulding, is not really interested in helping America stay strong and she would not be uh, the best congressperson to put Americans' interests first. So go ahead, Mr. Rubin, what's next? So, so please tell us about what you have seen there in South Florida that raises uh, your alarm that this this uh, takeover of America is starting to spread like cancer. Well, you know, one of the things that you mentioned, I'm going to just Get on that before I move on. See, see, a lot of the people uh, is under the impression that if you serve in the military, if you're foreign born, and you serve in the military, that automatically give you citizenship. But that's not that's not the case. That's not true. Carlos Baldwin served in the Navy, uh, which I'm trying to confirm that because I've seen a lot of inconsistencies on her website. But she is given an impression that. Uh, because she served uh, in the Navy that she's automatic, she's an automatic citizen, but if you research and you go to the uh, INS website and you take a look at uh, those uh, documents or requirements uh, to be a citizen, although you served in the 
in the military. All that does is that you still have to apply for your citizenship, except if you are the 100 person in the line, they give you the priority because you did serve uh, helping defend our great country, which I'm never going to deny a person, you know, service from helping serving in the United States military, one of the greatest services and honors you can do. But it takes you from the back of the line and it just places you in the front of the line to where now you don't have to wait as long as everyone else. So that's the thing that uh, that people need to know because I I, I emailed Carlos Fallen because I'm an American first candidate and I asked her because I found that she had a foreign-born background uh, to provide me with a copy of her uh, citizenship papers. And I have not yet heard from Ms. Balding at all because I guess at this point, she don't believe that she has to show me anything. But, you know, you talking about running for service, you don't want to leave questions unanswered. So that's number one. But let me move on to what you was talking about for the subject of the day. This country is being invaded. And, you know, we have laws. Uh, there's a lot of countries that we're now in bed with that we have laws that say that if you are doing business with countries that the United States government or the United States Department of Treasury is placed on a sanction list and sanction list is almost like an embargo where you stop doing business with the country for whatever the concerns or violations that may be taking place, maybe human rights abuses or maybe trafficking or maybe all kinds of illegal uh, illegal, uh, illegal things taking place within that country that the United States cannot be a part of. And so we come you know, and we vote and we place them on a list or it can be done by a secular world, but they end up on the list. And as Americans, uh, that, that says to us that we cannot be doing business with them. So a lot of the countries that's on our sanction list, and I don't blame uh, the hustle and the bustle when people are trying to make ends meet, uh, not being new to this, but being true to their beliefs because I don't want to see anybody suffer. But when you have a progression, when you have a, a country that's a poor country and they learn to get out there and, uh, and, and do whatever it takes, whether it's lying, cheating, stealing, you know, taking advantage of you because you have something that they want. And then you take that person or that individual out of that kind of environment and then you place it in an environment where most Americans in some parts of America, they're not as progressive, they're not as, you know, uh, they, they're, they're, they're not hustlers and they don't know how to make ends meet except for someone give them opportunity to work on a job. But you have people from these other countries, uh, poor countries, that come here equipped to make it by any means necessary and they run circles around an average day American because we're not used to the hustling and the lying and the cheating and manipulation and, and doing it to a, a much larger scale to where you see that type of mentality or that type of individual come into a, an American system and seek out uh, elections, take control of the elections, seek out city governments, take control of the city government, seek out county government, seek out state government and entrench themselves in these governments so well it's very hard to now for an average American citizen to, to serve or uh, work for their own government, work for their own county or work for their own city because uh, you, you're now dealing with an individual mindset that believes in the uh, doing whatever it takes. 
and this is where the training come in and the, the, having the right congressional person come in that's going to ensure that people receive the full benefits of being a citizen of this country by putting Americans first, American job first, American safety and security first, American neighborhoods first, to make sure that you don't have that type of being left out uh, because you may not be as progressive or may not be as skilled in your craft as others. And so now uh, America's being changed and this is a concern. So not only are we being infiltrated, not only are we now having to deal with the with the mentality of doing whatever it takes to make it because of the fact that you are poor, your soul, uh, your responsibility is to become unpoor. And if you're hungry, your responsibility is to be, is to be fed. And so now this is what you're dealing with. So you're, you're dealing with people infiltrating our government. You're dealing with people that that can run circles around you because we come from country we have to do the hustling. And now we're being invaded because you can see our country has completely changed. And it, and it's, it has not changed for the better because I grew up in America. And I don't see the same America that I saw when I was a child. This is a completely different America. It's like we're now fighting for survival. We're fighting for our right to live in our own country. And not only do we have America's all we have, we don't have other places to go. We don't have another country that we can go to, you know, if we choose. This is it. If we let America go and, and, and we don't fight for our children's future, we don't fight for their homeland, their country, then uh, God help us all. That's a big That's concern right. of mine, Rick. That's right. So now you're really talking about battleground, South Florida, battleground, Broward, battleground, Miami. And like you said, Ruben, um, you know, kind of like California, if and I, I, I'd imagine Florida is like that, too. And you can you know talk about that. But first, before I mention what I want to say, I would like everyone listening to this podcast episode to do two things. The first thing is please subscribe to Ruben's updates. We know that there is massive cheating going on in some of these election uh, offices there in South Florida. Uh, Ruben has a system where he can at least have a, a, the, the, the legal ammunition to fight back if he has a lot of people subscribed to his website. So please subscribe to his website right now at ryoungforcongress.com. The second thing is Get your credit card out, your debit card, and please send Ruben five, ten, fifteen dollars, wherever your heart is, up to the legal limit, because this is like a war. So, in other words, in World War II, there was like a, there was something called a war bond, where the uh, where the, uh, the American government, you know, wanted people to invest in winning World War II. This is the same thing. We need Americans to invest in keeping America free. And the first thing that you can do, or one of the main things that you can do is help Ruben with fundraising. Now, Ruben's not gonna, he's not gonna go out and buy a Maserati or, or buy real estate property in Palm Beach and Broward County, like some candidates have done. Ruben needs now, Carlos funds. Carlos Paul has been doing that. Carlos Paul has been doing that. I got a report showing what, what she's been spending all the donors money that she raised to okay so we got breaking news you said carla spaulding has been doing that yeah i have um i've had information that have given me 
the insights and know now why she continues to run for these offices. It's not to win. It's to raise money so she can survive and live because in the last couple of election cycles, she started off as a Democrat. And that, that didn't work for her. She went into being independent. That didn't work for her. And then she found out that being a Republican, she can raise a whole hell of a lot of money. And under the banner of saving America, we're going to take this country back. When in Jamaica, she's a Jamaican-born citizen, they practice democratic socialism. So we're talking about in a republic, we believe in freedom. We believe in the Constitution. We believe in the rule of law. We believe in liberty. Under the system that she's from, under, that she came up under, that's not the same. Democratic socialism, where you know they want to let the government control what goes on with their country and their people. Here, we're saying we want limited government, and we want this to be a country for we, the people. So she's not going to see anything wrong with what's going on here. I can see it because I've lived here. But she's not going to see anything wrong. So that's a great concern of mine, Rick. And so I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you said something. I had to jump in right then. Yeah, no problem. This is a very interactive podcast. So what you're saying is essentially is that she doesn't have the American DNA that we have. We, we have been born here. And you made a great point about um, Americans kind of sitting back on the sidelines and just waiting to see what happens. And as long as they can get paid every two weeks and they have a, a nice house and they can barbecue on the weekend next to the pool or, or they can, uh, you know, uh, dress up real nice and, and hit uh, South Beach or or hit, uh, you know, Fort Lauderdale. As long as the paycheck is coming in and, you know, and, 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 and Mark and Sally look great, you know, with dress clothes and nice cars and live in nice neighborhoods, everything's fine. But I'll tell people this, that's the same thing Californians thought 10 to 20 years ago. And what I see living in California, but born and raised in Florida, both in Tampa, Hillsboro, and living a little bit down in Dania and Opalaka, I can tell listeners right now, what, what you see in California listeners is what's coming to South Florida. Heather Vernillo knows it there in, in Pinellas County. Uh, Max Beckwith knows it there in North Carolina, District 7. Uh, Nick Torres knows about it in Orange County, California, in District 40. And so Ruben is sounding a preemptive alarm that what is happening in states like California and cities like New York is coming to sunny South Florida. And I want to thank you, Ruben, for mentioning the uh, the uh, disparity in what Carla says and what Carla does. Because I, you know, next time we're going to talk about what Carla said about white males running for office. We won't talk about it today. We'll save the juicy part for tomorrow. And we will also talk about how Carla was against the wall in a YouTube a debate that she did about five to six years ago. So the person- And Trump, that, and Trump, and Trump. Go ahead and add, what, what did you he say? Against the, wall, against the wall and Trump. That's right, against the wall and against Trump's wall. And this was actually in 2021, or not, not 2021, 2016. So we will save these conversations for the next podcast episode. But Ruben, 
now you can you know close us out you can you know talk for another two to three minutes and then i'll close us out but what i wanted to say please subscribe to use it to ruben's website our young for congress please donate uh ruben is not gonna uh uh adorn himself in the riches of of donations and that's what a lot of candidates do ruben is using the money to fight and win this uh, congressional seat. So go ahead, Ruben. Thank you, Rick. Thank you very much. And thank you, uh, your audience. Uh, this has been an, a journey, a journey where I did not know uh, the, the extent of what they would do to keep a person out of a seat that they know that's got his heart in the right place and gonna do what is right, you know, under, under the sight of God and because of spiritually, but uh, I've taken a beating. I've had spies. I've had sabotages. I've had fake and false friends uh, come to me trying to get me to drop out this race, to get out of this race. And I'm running for the right reason. I'm running because I want to help save America. I mean, you talk about due process. The reason we have so many innocent people in jail because the courts have been taken over. And so justice in my eyes may not be the same justice that is through other people's eyes. And especially when they come and they're not used to a system of, 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 of a due process system the way we have it here, because I believe that we have the best system in the country. But, 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 but our system is ran by human beings and, and justice administered by people who interpret justice in their own, uh, from their own beliefs and their own value system. So this is why this is a complete uh, a, an alarm to wake up. We must wake up. We must not allow the American first candidates uh, to be buried uh, because the people can come in and raise a whole lot of money because they're not doing their own work. Carla Spaulding is not doing her own work. She's raising all this money and she's paying all these club presidents and she's paying everybody to do the job for her while I'm out there knocking on doors, shaking their hands, kissing the babies because I started this journey in 1989 before there was a Carla Spaulding that was a Reuben Young. I'm the first African-American to run for Miami-Dade County Clerk of Court. And I constantly, over the years, have granted myself, Rick, because I care. I care about what they're doing because I have a lot of family members here. And my family uh, helped establish the state of Miami uh, many, 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 many years ago. So I have a long-standing history of being connected to a lot of different people, some that I know, some I don't know. So I cannot stand around and watch this country be taken over and then look in the eyes of our children and see the pain with them now being taught that you don't matter, that you, 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 you now have to be subjected again to a second-class education. And this is why I believe in choice. This is why I believe that parents should have the right to choose how their children are learning. This is why I believe there should not be any Democrat control and that our small businesses need to be freed up so they can have the resources, so they can hire the, the people that they have put on the street. We have a lot of Americans living on the street because they can't find the job, they can't get the income and the resources, and I'm one of them. I know what it feels like because I've been there. So when I, when I see a complete 
takeover. And I see people trying to infiltrate and do the pretending and the hustling and the bustling because they are equipped to do the hustling and bustling. I don't have a problem with people trying to make it. But remember, America means all men everywhere reside in the country that accept differences. Those are the acronyms for America. Teddy Roosevelt says if you're going to be an American, you must jump in America with both feet. You can't have one foot in this country and have your the other foot in the other country. You must roll your sleeves up. You must dig in and you must get to work because America is all we got. So I'm asking you all, vote for me. Give me an opportunity to serve you in Washington, D.C. I will make you proud because I, I know what it takes to represent children in the courtroom. I know what it takes to represent an employee on the job as a union representative. I know how to draft the bills because I worked for the Florida House of Representatives as a district aide, as a district manager for a large, large compelling district, a district, one of the poorest districts in the state of Florida. I know how to deal with that. And I don't believe the one any of the opponents that's in that primary have the same type of legislative background. I can walk in that office from day one and know exactly what to do. You want I don't need no training wheels. So I'm asking you all go to my website, subscribe to my website, ryoungforcongress.com. Sign up so we can start counting our votes. Thank you, Rick. All right, Ruben, I want to thank you for being a guest in next podcast episode. We will talk about the the, the 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 highs and the lows of your campaign and, and your personal life and like you said some of the people that you trusted and you may not mention their names but you can tell the stories about people that you trusted uh with uh, campaign information and people that you put your 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 your, your most uh, kept secrets about yourself and and how you're doing and it looks like the majority of these people let you down and even people in high places like you said or like i said you may not mention their names but we will talk about the people who are trying to get you out of this race because they know that you are a true american uh, first patriot and that you are a uh, born and raised uh citizen of this country resident of miami dade and on that note i want to thank you ruben for being uh, on the first of three podcast episodes. Ruben's website is ryoungforcongress.com. Please subscribe. Please, please subscribe. And please, please donate. Your money will not be wasted. Your money will not be wasted at, at a $200, $300 a night hotel eating $100 dinners because that's what everyone else is doing who, who is not um, uh, people who do not want to see America win. So anyway... Thanks a lot, Ruben. God bless. And we'll talk during the next podcast episode. Have a nice night. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for, thank you, thank you for having me, Rick.